Hey guys, what's up? It's me, Joshua Suluruka here, your host of the Impact Podcast Show. And it is great to see you guys watching. But also, I just want to give a massive shout out to all those that are listening right now. Um, I want to give a massive shout out to all those that listen through Spotify and or uh, the Apple Podcast. And so, yeah, I just want to let you guys know just quickly over, uh, I want to go over our mission, uh, the purpose of the impact podcast show so what we do is the main aim is to just focus on the one that's all we're wanting to focus on we're focusing on impacting the one because we believe that as we start focusing on you know one person and like impacting their lives and they will be able to impact others so and then obviously go from there to impacting the world so i just wanted to elaborate on that and i'm going to keep doing that in every podcast show that we do and um i truly believe that all the all the special guests that that come on um will I, I already see them like really believing in that too so yeah i just wanted to um you know rehash on that and um and yeah and so surely you guys are aware on social media follow us on instagram that's our main platform and uh, we've got facebook we've got twitter and we're also on youtube too so make sure you guys um subscribe to that so yeah so without further ado we're gonna get straight into it um I just want to introduce to you guys, um, William. Um, how do you say your last name, bro? <laughs> uh, How would you, know, you say it? Fine, fine if you want, but nah. Usually people say fine, but it's uh, pronounced Finney. Yeah, um, I was, right. was going to yeah. say Finney, but like I just knew. I'm like, bro, imagine if I said Finney, and he's like, nah, it's actually fine. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. You know, in English, it's fine. You know, but yeah, nah. Uh, it's pronounced Finney. It's from my Tongan side. I take my mum's last name, and Yo. Uh, yeah, I carry that along with me with pride. Yeah, yeah, the man. So, yeah, guys, I, I, I just want to give you guys a bit of clarity into, um, you know, who, um, you know, William is and, like, how I knew of him. So, like, a couple of years ago, bro, and I think you would know already, um, but I actually met, like, William at the, like, at the carnival. Um, I was I was working and, was it in Bass Hill, I think? Yeah, Bass Hill. Yeah, so at the Bass Hill carnival and I was, I was actually on... I think I was on slushies at that time. Like I was working on the slushies. Um, my mom got me the job over there. This is like this is like ages ago, and um, I remember. I remember at that time you were playing in the Bulldogs comp. Well, like, am I correct at that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was at the Bulldogs at the at the time, and yeah, just was still trying to make it around there. And yeah, man, was working that kind of good job yeah. just yeah. Bit of cash on the holidays, so yeah, 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 that was that was actually pretty good, eh, bro? <laughs> yeah, sick man. So, how did you get into it? How did you get into the the carnival? Oh, I had um one of my uncles was was one of the owners of the rides there, so he's like um and I literally lived like two minutes up the road, so he he found out and he was like, oh yeah, just come on down, just come work. Um, it's like oh, I can just come and work. Just work and get paid, and he's like, yeah, I'll pay, I'll pay, and yeah, from there one thing led to another, and. Ended up working with him and um, was yeah on the rides to the bumper cars and yeah it was pretty sick. Yeah, that was actually that was actually crazy, bro. Like at that time, yeah. and um, when did you when did you stop working? Uh for them, man, yeah. I was like a month in. It was just something I couldn't um, ju- uh, sorry, something I couldn't handle with with school and yeah. getting out. Still young, I had to catch public transport everywhere. Still sort of catching public transport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but yeah, man, is. It's something that I just couldn't juggle together with um, school and work at the time. I was still young, so but yeah, still trying to hustle at that time. But yeah, man, that that's one month in and just had to give it up. 
Yeah, uh, true, true. Nah, man, like that, like that was like yeah, that was some really good times because I was thinking about that before I, um, before I started the podcast, or even just thinking about you. I'm like, how did I know this kid? Like, how did I, how did I know this guy? And I'm like, oh, I remember I was, I was working at Bass, like Bass Hill, and like my mom was tight with um your uncle, yeah, like that was working, yeah. So like they were like tight as at work, and so that's pretty much all like the the first time I seen you, which was um you know which was pretty good. Um, but yeah, man, do you want to, do you want to tell a bit, um, you know, to the viewers and the people that are listening at home, um, do you want to, do you want to tell them a bit about who you are? You know, do you want to share a bit about who you are? Yeah. Um, so firstly, um, thanks for the opportunity. And, um, my, my name is, uh, William Finipaya Uh, I'm Tongan Samoan. I come from a big family of eight, I got six or five brothers, two sisters, um, I'm the third youngest out of the eight. Um, it is a bit of a hassle, you know, being one of the youngest. But, um, yeah, I, I come from a family of eight. Um, uh, born and raised in Sydney. I was born here as... Uh, I was born in Bankstown Hospital. Uh, from there, I've grown up in Bankstown majority of my life. I only moved out towards Leppington Ways uh, as we've grown up. And, um, yeah, I've just been uh, slowly... Uh, developing here and there with my footy uh, throughout the ranks uh, after school. I've, I've moved around from a lot of high schools mm-hmm. uh, and, yeah, slowly just still um, chasing a dream uh, at the moment uh, in rugby league and currently working uh, two jobs while still trying to do that, um, while studying at the same time. So, yeah, that's a little bit about me and um, who I am. No, it's good, bro. Can you, can you tell us a bit about, um, you know, what you're studying and where you're working at at the moment? Um, so at the, at the moment I'm working at F45 Piedmont. I work in the city, um, currently living out in Denham Court. Um, so yeah, it's a fair fair bit of a mission um, heading out towards work every now and then. And then um, after, um, what I'm studying as well, um, I am currently studying youth work. So yeah, I've um, been trying to get involved more with children, especially um, with our Pacific Islander kids, you know, um, understanding the rates of, of um, this uh, topic, which is suicide. Mm. A lot in our younger generations, yeah. and um, it's been happening a lot in my little brother and sister's schools. And it's something that you know, um, I really want to make a change in, and really want to um, make an impact in as a topic of your show, man. Making an impact and stuff like that. So I really want to change the, the stigma around all of that stuff. You know, it's not it's not weak to speak, um, especially with our young poly kids. You know, we're brought up to stay strong, and um, there's always good times to break barriers that you know we're not used to. So. Yeah, majority of that youth work stuff is just from my own personal experience. I've just like seen kids, you know, they're, they're just so stuck in a, in a phase where, you know, I, I was once in, um, you know, I'm pretty sure majority of other mm. kids have been in a phase, mm-hmm. you know, we've all, been there. we've all been in a low point where, we, you know, you just feel like you can't speak because you're an islander. And um, yeah, I just wanted to study youth work just to let them know, you know, give them early exposure to things that they need to understand that, you know, there's help when you need help, there's opportunity when you want when you want it, if you want it, um, and things like that. So, yeah, that, that's the main reason why I wanted to uh, study in youth work and uh, make a difference in, in areas where I can, you know, impact someone's life and have a say in their life where, you know, I've, I've made a change and helped them be the person who they are and made an impact in the way that I did. No, bro, that's really good, man. And, like, bro, kudos to you, bro. Like, good on you, man, to taking that step because... There's a lot of people out there that don't really um, think like that. You know, they're just thinking, oh, you know, I'm I'm out of school. I'm just going to go get money. 
Um, or yeah. I'm, I'm just like I'm out of school. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna follow what I'm. I'm just gonna follow the dreams that my parents have told me. And yeah. you know, you like you took a stand and said, "No, you know what? I'm doing this because I, I really want to make an impact. Like I want to make a big difference." Yeah, hundred percent, man. And something someone's gotta do it. And if um, no one does it, then you know, no one will do it at the end of the day. So it's just something you know you want to make a change in someone's life. You know, you got to change yourself and help change, uh, make that change. So yeah. No, it's really good, bro. No, it's good. It's good. So, like, I want to talk a bit about work um, before we get into the topic. Um, yeah. I know at the moment, like, you know, you, like you mentioned that you're working at F45 and yeah. um, you're also doing, what are you doing after that? Sorry? So you had F45 and bartending, was it? Yeah, F45 and Yeah, so, you, so, you, so you, like, you have two jobs, now you have nothing. So what are you doing now, yeah. bro? Yeah, oh, what I'm doing now, you know, just studying extra hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, just hearing mum's voice every morning, you know, it's not something I'm used to, usually out the house before everyone wakes up, um, but usually now I'm just, you know, waking up after everyone and um, it's good just to, you know, have a little rest um, every now and then. I was working really hard for the last couple of months ever since I got my two jobs and, yeah, at the moment all I've been doing is just, you know, helping mum around the house and just, you know, getting that bonding time back with my siblings that, you know, you just you just don't get to have because you're all too busy working and, now there's no excuses um right now so yeah it's just good spending time with my siblings and just mucking around just like the good old days when we we're younger just you know mucking yeah, around yeah. And, and playing with mum and dad it's just yeah it's just a good vibe it's funny and it's just something that you always need every now and then just a little bit of family time yeah it's been great um this little iso we've been sweet about it and yeah we've just been stocking up on our toilet paper and, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. I have to come and see you soon, man. Get those uh, discounts for worse. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> hey, if anyone any um discounts, just... um. Oh, bro, I should do this. Hey, I should do this, bro. Hey, if any of you guys want any toilet paper, subscribe. <laughs> do a giveaway. Do a giveaway. giveaway you can do a man. giveaway of toilet paper, bro. <laughs> bro, I love it, bro. I love it. Entrepreneurship mindset. I like it. Get it on, man. Get it on. <laughs> yeah. It's been great. Nah, the man, bro. Nah. Bro, bro, I'm fully fortunate, man. Like it's a fort, like it's a mad honor to have you on here. Um, but now we're gonna get straight into it. Uh, yep. We're gonna get straight into the meat behind um, why why we're actually having a chat. But yeah, man, um, I want to talk a bit. Like I want to talk first about faith. Um, I am I am a faithful guy. Like I'm yeah. all I'm all about God, and like he's pretty much the the guy that I go to every day, twenty four seven, three six five. <laughs> um and so but i want to I talk a bit about your faith man uh like you know being being a pacific islander like you know one of the stereotypes is god um yeah. you know being 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 first but i want to i want to ask you man like what's what's the testimony bro like what what made you have a relationship with god like what what like what's the whole story do you know like could you share that yeah um so yeah started from a young age um like like we all do and um, you know, I was brought up in the church from um, literally since birth and uh, coming from a strong religious family. Um, my grandpa was a pastor. My brother's now a pastor. Um, we just come from a line of pastors. And, and it's something that, um, you know, usually uh, my parents used to always say this one saying was, if you bring up your kids in the church, they will never depart. Mm. And um, it's something that it's always stuck with us. And it's something that I've learned slowly um, to love. And um, growing up in the church, it was always the best thing because we'd always get to see our cousins and um, stuff like that. So uh, religion and, and um, growing up into it um, was always something that's been 
with me from the start and um, having um, my grandpa that I've always looked up to, um, uh, he sadly passed when I was born. But um, yeah, he was he was just really known in um, in our family for being such a wise and religious person, um, bringing us all up in it. And um, they were really strict on us. So each Sabbath um, from Friday, because um, I'm seventh day, um, we, we worship on a Saturday. So I'm um, yep. starting from Friday sunset to Saturday sunset. Um, our grandpa, our grandma, our mom, you know, if if you're playing loud music if you were you know going to the shops to buy lollies you, you knew that the broom was waiting once you got home <laughs> <laughs> yeah man um, they, they, were, they were on it like yeah they were fully on it and um the the, the least we could do was uh, sit down and read the bible and, and and sleep so yeah especially being tongan as well um in samoan um back home now our, our country is really religious about that where they mm. um where days are set aside just for um, church, which would be this um, Sunday and Saturday back home. And, um, yeah, things like that. So, yeah, faith is really pretty much in, in my blood and how I was brought up. And it's something that I personally uh, rely on and helps me be happy as, a, as an individual. So, yeah, man. Yeah, no, bro. Like, I, love, I, love how you, I love how you mentioned about the Sabbath because, um, like, I, I remember... Like I've only just started to realize how important rest is, um, and I know like it's a biblical thing. You know the Bible talks about like sorry the Bible talks about us, um, you know making sure that you guys rest um, on like on a certain day. But for me, it's like oh yeah, I'll just I'll just kick back. But like I'm starting to realize like it makes sense to rest. Uh, it makes yeah. sense to rest not just physically when you're playing footy, not just mm. mentally when you're studying, but also spiritually when you're you know speaking. Yeah. Like yeah. having time with God, and I feel like this is the best opportunity eh, to yeah. to spend time and, with and God. I, yeah, hundred percent, and I feel like it's a sign as well. You know, you, you have no no other, you have nothing, pretty much nothing to do at the moment, and I think this is the chance where you get to, you know, finally sit down and regather your thoughts to, you know, uh, focus on God in, in the spare time that we get. It is little time, so making the most of it, so everything, and just studying it, um, even if it's um, saying a prayer, you know, mm. something that people don't um, usually do, saying a prayer from the start of the day from when you get out. It's something that I, I usually struggle with. Um, I love being totally honest. I, yeah. uh, prayer, and especially um, giving thanks, you know, just for waking up. We're not promised tomorrow, mm. um, yet, yet we plan things for tomorrow as if we know it's going to occur, you know. Yeah. It's something that, um, you know, we, it's, it's just faith. We live off faith. Um, you know, and you, you think that you're planning for next week as if, you know, you don't even know if you're going to be there next week. So it's things like that that help um, that help me stay humbled and grounded. Uh, religion is something that's massive. And, um, yeah, man, it's really something I'm thankful for. Yeah, no, it's good, bro. It's good. Man, I've got a question for you. This is a yeah. random question. It's all yeah. based on faith, but I've got a question yeah. for you, bro. Now, knowing that you're a faithful man, right? <laughs> you're a faithful guy. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, tell me, tell me this, bro. What's your like, like, like? Who's your favorite Bible character, and tell us why. My favorite Bible character yeah. would be um, from one of the stories that I read in the Bible. Is um, his name David? You know, David and Goliath. You probably know the story, David and Goliath. Is David? He was um, he was the underdog in the story. So um, basically, he, the army people didn't want him in. So they they um, they didn't believe he had what it took um, to fight. And um, this one day when they were fighting, um, they 
this um, the army was scared to fight the lions, so they were scared to um, go up against him. And um, the lieutenant was like, "Who who will stand up? Who would stand up to take on Goliath?" And every soldier stood back, and um, here's David with his little slingshot. And mm. it, it shows a lot in the message um, that story. You know, all he had was a slingshot and a rock, and um, David took down Goliath the day he slayed Goliath. And apparently, from what we've been told, when around that time, Goliath wasn't just no oversized human. He was mm. like a real massive human. Like he was just really big. And um, yeah, the, the message I get from it is, um, you know, no, um, no matter how many people go up against you, no matter how many people doubt you in your abilities that you, you cannot do something or you, you will not do something, you know, um, with that, you know, I just really... Um, like, like David, for what he did, you know, he had faith in himself and he, he had faith at, at the end that he could do it. Um, he believed he could do it and, um, yeah, he just really pushed through with what he wanted and, yeah, man, at the end of the day, he got what he wanted and resulted in um, his side of the army. They, they ended up winning that war. So, yeah, man, um, he has to be one of my all-time favourites. No, it's really good, man. And, like, the reason why I asked that is because, like, there's there's always a reason why people like certain people, yeah. um, especially in the Bible. Like for me, like my favorite, my actual favorite Bible character is actually my name. <laughs> yeah, so like I love I love um I love like Joshua as a character because like you had Moses right, you had Moses here, yeah. and then you had Joshua, and Joshua was the second in command, and then yeah. Moses when Moses like left, like he was able to like carry the the weight of the leadership and then was able to lead the people in the promised land. Yeah. And so, like, that's the reason why I like it. Not just because it's my name. And people might say yeah. that all the time. They might be like, oh, you only like it because it's your name. I was like, oh, it's not yeah. just that. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's actually because, like, there's actually a mad story to it that, like, I I had seen um, that I see as, like, real beneficial in my life. And I'm guessing mm-hmm. that um, you said David, yeah? Like, David was yeah. your... Yeah, I'm guessing like there's something within David that resonates with you, like that's oh, what yeah. I'm that's yeah, what I'm the, hearing. Yeah, the the thing that resonates with me is the that um you know no matter how much people doubted him, no many yeah I mean so no matter how many people you know uh, said he couldn't do it and said he wasn't good enough, like he still fought back. And the thing that resonates with me is that the, the criticism he took and mm. still forward, and and it's something that you know. Um, goes really well with me no matter how much like someone would criticize or someone would take like I, I, I goes through one year and goes out the other like with yeah. me that you know if I want it and people say I can't you know I'm just going to continuously push if, if it's something that I want at the end of the day and it's something I have faith that you know I, I will get to or I will work towards something that you know yeah. my goal is something that I've always wanted it, I will get there uh, regardless of you know it's, it's just a determination that he had and um, the determination that resonates inside of me that, you know, shows um, a few similarities that, you know, uh, some character traits that yeah, I really take from him that, um, yeah, just make me as a person um, for who I am. Yeah. No, it's really good, bro. It's really good, man. So, no, no, we've like, spoken a bit about, you know, our favourite characters and why, and you've, you've shared a bit about your testimony. Um, I want to yeah. ask, man, like, what's some practical, like, principles um, that you use um, in your life from the word. So obviously in the word, we have you know certain laws and certain things that yeah. we've got to do as Christians. Um, like what is it that that you do? Uh, what are some practical principles that you do? 
uh, some practical ones would be, um, so there's one thing that says love thy neighbor. And um, regardless of who you are and what you do, um, for me, I'm a, I'm a loving person. If, if you know who I am, I'm a real understanding, forgiving, and loving person. So like regardless of what you do or who you are, um, that's something that I, I continuously carry um, with me, um, understanding that, you know, you love thy neighbor, all of it, and uh, making sure that, um, yeah, with that, that's something I always carry and it's something that my grandpa's always um, said to my mum and them and something that we've always carried along with us. Um, yeah, just loving thy neighbour as, as you would love yourself. And, yeah, it's pretty much something that I always try to carry and um, based on my day-to-day life and, you know, treat everyone with the same respect that you treat yourself. So, yeah, man. Yeah, man, I, I, love, I love how you shared about that because, um, you know, we live in a world that is so filled with like negativity mm. and living in a world full of sin. And um, there's a lot of people out there that don't see that, like they don't see it for what it is. Like they don't see yeah. like the Bible when it says love that neighbor. It's like they don't actually see it as like, oh, you don't realize that you actually got to love the person that you were just about to stab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You were just about, or the person that you just gossiped about. That's probably the yeah. person that um you know God's gonna tell you to you know forgive and you yeah. can love on him. It's like, yeah. but the cool thing is is that it's it's something that is so uncommon. So when you actually see people, uh, do it like when yeah. say for example, you know old matey took all my toilet paper right. Yeah. He yeah. took all my toilet paper and I'm like yeah, it's fine you can take it. Like for them it would be so unordinary. Yeah. Like it would be so unordinary for uh for me to actually accept, but I try to take it. Yeah. Take it. Like it's fine. It's, so yeah. it's not a social norm anymore. It's not it's not something that Aaron's used to. Aaron's used to it's either that or we're fighting over it. It's not something that you know you Aaron's forgiving and understanding about and you know, um right, yeah, hundred percent they didn't no one's used to it anymore and it's it's good that, you know, there's still a few people out there that, you know, restore humanity and uh faith in humanity and um yeah, pretty much all of that. Yeah, no, it's really good, man. And so, speaking of the world, like I've just spoken a bit about the world. We live in a world full of sin. Um, mm. The question I got for you, bro, and I think it's pretty, it's pretty deep, bro. But like, how do you actually live like like Jesus, right? Like the whole goal is to live, and, you know, be a model just like Jesus. But how do you actually like? How do you actually live like a Jesus-like lifestyle? Yeah, like, knowing uh, that we live in a like, like a very it? yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is a real difficult one, man. Yeah, especially, you know, uh, we, we do live in a world of sin. We're born into sin. And um, what's called with that, you know, there, there's always going to be uh, temptation everywhere you go. And I, I guess the, the difficult part of it is, you know, just staying firm in, in your faith. And with me, the way I try to do it is, you know, just, you know, with everything in life, try to stay faithful to my um, my beliefs and um, just try and and. Um, you know, be like him by, you know, uh, bringing cheer uh, to, you know, er- everybody around me and uh, trying to stay happy and positive regardless of the situations that, you know, you're in, no matter how serious it is, you know, staying um, happy and always pushing out that love to anyone and everyone. So, yeah, man, if you, if you know me, how I am, I'm just a real loving person and I just I muck around a lot. So, <laughs> yeah. for me, it's, it's something that, you know, it's... It, for me, my character, um, I just love making people happy and love um, cheering up people and, you know, always being supportive in the ways that I can um, by him and with, with living like um, like him, you know, it's a real difficult task to do, especially in the world that we live in. 
Um, you know, you're tempted by sin everywhere you look from at home to out in the shops to workplace and um, it, it's really hard to, to try and get out of, especially when you're when you're into it. And um, but yeah, one, once you do start to begin to walk in the, um, the steps of Jesus, you know your your life doesn't get any easier; it just gets twice as hard. So yeah, um, yeah, it's something that you know you've got to really understand, and it's something that I'm still struggling with. Um, yeah, we we all struggle in our, our walk and our faith. Um, but with that, you know, it's just something that you know no one will know about God and. Um, he will continuously help us if we need it and if we want to accept it at the end of the day, you know, you need to surrender your all. And for me, um, just, you know, under, for me, um, understanding that there's always a need for a greater being in my mm. life is it, something that gets, um, makes me real grounded in, in everything that I do and um, from sports to work um, to the decisions I make in life as well. So, yeah, man. No, it's really good, man. And like the next question I got, man, is uh, it's a question that like is going to lead into our next topic that we're going to talk about. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Knowing that you're a Christian, bro. Knowing that you know, like we're Christian, you're a Christian, I'm a Christian. Yeah. Um, how do you actually manage yourself while like actually playing in a rugby league system? Because you would know, um, you know, I think it was last year, um, with the Israel Folau saga, like that. That was like a real pinnacle moment of um, you know, Christianity. Like mm. being at its like rawest, like yeah. being so raw uh, to the point where we had so many people getting offended, like yeah. both in the church and outside of the church. Like yeah. crazy, man. It's been yeah. like I've had like crazy conversations with like just like random people talking yeah. about yeah. talking about like what Israel Falawa did. It's like, oh, do you believe it? Do you don't? But um, yeah, just to use that as kind of like a basis. Like, how did you? How do, how would like how do you actually manage? to, you know, manage yourself as a Christian while actually being in a rugby league system as opposed to, you know, oh, no, using the example of, like, um, what happened with Israel? Um, yeah, with that, um, for, for me personally, um, with everything, you know, if it says in the Bible, um, it's something that you just got to go against. And, and the, the Bible is, is really um, it's intimidating. If, if yeah. you read it and you understand that, you know, that the Bible, it's it's quite insulting if you, you if you read it because the only reason why though it, it's insulting in the way it is is because you understand that you know you're doing wrong. You understand that it is wrong in a way that you you, you choose to believe on your own beliefs instead of understanding with such wide vision about what you're reading. And um, when when people understand that, you know, um, for me with, with what he said, um, me personally, I, I agree. Um, just because. If you, if you read the Bible, you know, you, if you really study it, um, you know, there's always um, parts in the Bible where he fully explains everything about it and um, how we should walk as people. And um, with that, um, you just got to really study because there's heaps of stuff that, you know, go against it and go for it as well. So at the end of the day, it, it, you can't rely on man as well. So. Mm. Uh, personally for me with everyone that's you know getting angry or getting happy about it just go back to where the answers are all at and um really study it for yourself before um people end up judging you around because um yeah man it, all the answers for everything um with that is in the bible so yeah man um for me personally we and and growing up in the footy with religion as well um when that did happen um we did get a different different looks here and there from people, just especially being um, from Tongan heritage. But you know, in the Bible it says, um, you know, uh, people will hate you 
um, when you, you know, you stay firm in my name and um, people. But um, as he also said, sorry, he also said, you know, they, they once hated me first before they hated you. And yeah, um, um, with that, you know, just staying firm, you know, would you rather, you know, um, be embarrassed on earth where, you know, um, you don't have long to live or live happily in, in eternity in a golden mansion um, that he, he will end up preparing for you where you are always happy and regardless of um, what you do, you will always be aware of everything that he loves you eternally and endlessly um, regardless of the decisions you make and um, he will always um, guide you every step of the way. So, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a choice that you always have to weigh up um, in, in this world especially, you know, it's either you know, clout or, you know, um, living by his word and um, staying firm for eternity instead of eternity in the other place there, man. No, it's good, man. Like, like I appreciate you sharing because, um, you know, we're living in a time now where, um, you know, a lot of people may, you know, become confronted, you know. Yeah. I know that if I ask my you know other boys that question, they'll probably push off, push it off, and be like, "Oh, I don't know if I want to answer it because like yeah. you know it's recording, like it's going to be yeah. over out there." But but I think it just goes to show your character, man. Like it just goes yeah. to show that like you're firm, um, not just on the field but off the field, um, yeah. and also also more, most importantly, bro, that you're firm in the word, which is which is something that I, I appreciate. Like I love seeing men who are just really firm. In the word, and they stay in their ground, and they they don't compromise. Yeah, which, yeah, which I feel like you do well. Yeah, it's something that I'm proud of. You know, it's not something I'm going to be embarrassed of. You know, um, I'd rather please please the man above than anybody on this earth. At the end of the day, you know, um, from dust we were made, and from dust we shall go back. You know, at the end of the day, um, people's opinions don't matter. Um, you know, you just like David. You know, people's opinions never matter to him. Um, at the end of the day, he had one job and one decision. He wanted to be a part of it, and regardless of what everybody thought, um, he just had one goal set, and he he um, pulled through with it. So, yeah, man, just at the end of the day, living day by day for for God, or living like Him as best as you can, um, and applying um, you know a God like lifestyle into your life is something that's always going to keep you steady. And uh, for me, it keeps me steady um, day by day. Yeah, no, no, it's really good, man, and so. Now we're gonna just gonna move into the next the next topic that we want to talk about, and this is something that I'm passionate too, which is pretty yeah. cool. Um, and that is uh, rugby league. Like well, I just wanted to touch base a bit on um, the rugby league stuff. So, bro, can you just share a bit about um, you know how you actually got into footy? Um, we'll just start way back, bro. Way back when you were a baby. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> Funny story. Okay, so like um, what's it called? So, uh. I come from, so yeah, majority of my brothers are all old, so they're all older than me. I only got one younger brother, and um, I wasn't playing footy until the age of eight, nine, um, when I first wanted to start playing. And um, when I first wanted to start to play, um, uh, I see my brothers playing here and there. My little brother was playing, I wasn't playing. Um, there's this one day where my little brother was playing, and um, what's it called? He, he took a run-up, and he... Like first game, he got a cut in his knee, like a little, just little, little slash down his knee, and he, he, um, he stopped the game. Like he literally stopped the game. He went up to the ref. He's like, "Ref, ref, give me a bandaid. My knee's bleeding." And um, <laughs> and, and oh, he copped that much backlash from my parents when he came home. He's like, "You don't do that." And like, you know, living as an islander, you know, you don't do that stuff. And um, yeah, from there, I started teasing my little, <laughs> I started teasing my little brother. For I say a couple of years about it, um, yeah, kept teasing you for a couple of years about it, and 
this one day he's like, why don't you play then? And then I was like, okay. And then I, I told my dad, um, I told my dad, oh yeah, I want to play footy. And my dad looked at me, he's like, he, he looked at me, he's like, nah, you don't want to play footy. And um, my dad's real st- uh, strong-minded about this stuff. And um, I was like, no, nah, I want to, I like, I actually want to play footy. And um, he, he looked at me, he's like, he looked at me, he's like, you know what it takes to be a footy player and stuff like that. He gave me the talk about, oh, you, know, yeah. you know, about about the stuff that you got to put aside and, you know, because they, they wanted me to be really educated and I really wanted to play footy at the time. So um, uh, juggling which decision I had to choose from, I chose, I chose footy. And um, with that, uh, my dad gave me the, you know, if I ever see you cry when you take the run, <laughs> <laughs> he gave me the, the big chat about, you know, um, being a man and when, when you play. He said, um, yeah, he said that stuff. He said, if I ever see you cry, I'll show you something to cry about. And from, <laughs> that, day, from that day on, <laughs> from that day on is something that's always kept in my head and yeah. um, that I've always remembered. And is the first ever memory of me wanting to play footy. So, yeah, if it wasn't for that, you know, allowing me. Um, to play, then I probably wouldn't have played. But yeah, thankfully and uh, God willingly, I, I was able to play. And from there, um, I played at Bankstown Sports, moved to St George Dragons um, in in Canberra areas, and um, from there was able to hop into a Bulldogs development squad. Um, and then I went to Parramatta Eels to try out my luck over there. Um, I, I played for Guildford, and then um, this this way religion helped me massively to get a contract at the start. So. Um, from there, when I, um, what's it called, when I went to Guildford and uh, Parramatta, they missed, uh, they called me and they said, um, what's it called, we want you in our development squad, um, we want you, we want to see how you go and um, how you develop. Uh, from there, I was training with their development squad and um, just in the mix. Um, and then I found out that they play on Saturdays. Um, and mum yeah. and dad, at this time, um, church was really, really massive. My mum and dad were so strict on it. Um, it was something that they just couldn't look past. Um, and, and like, even to this day, like, if, if I have a game on a Saturday, my mum and dad will not come and watch. They, they will not um, they will not break the Sabbath. The best they do is they pray with me before I go to any game. And um, it's something that they're really strong in. And um, it's something that I'm, I'm really proud about. You know, people say, oh, um, your mum and dad don't come and watch. Why? I'm like, oh, you know, because uh, we have church on Saturdays and it's something that I respect massively. Um, yeah, and they always put God first before anything, and it just shows the sacrifices they make. They'd rather, you know, um, praise God than see their own son play, which is something I, I am totally proud about, and um, I'm thankful that they, you know, put God first because at the end of the day, they reap the blessings and um, stuff like that. So, um, carrying on um, with that, um, I got my first contract with Paramount Hills because of God. Uh, uh, they they said um, so. I told them I, I got to leave. You you play on Saturdays. I can't do that. And this was at the time where they, you, you you're not allowed to play in a different comp and be contracted to to one comp as well. Yeah. And and they said they they sat me down and they're like, oh, okay, then we're just gonna have to let you go. And I was like, oh, um, yeah. They were like, why though? I was like, oh, because you play on a Saturday. Um, my family's really strong with that. We can't play on Saturdays. Um, they're like, okay, yeah, because because of, of religion, we'll let you go. Um, two weeks later, they call me back up. They're like, oh, we're we're thinking we can sort something out with you. We can keep you in that comp, but um, keep you contracted here. And um, told my mum and my dad, and the, the first time I seen them cry so so much about you know just the contract and um, stuff like that. So yeah, it was, it was heaps good. It was um, yeah, all God God willing. Um, ended up getting my first ever contract through Paramount Eels, and 
Um, from there, just went to, uh, went up a few ranks all the way up to under 20s and um, currently at 20s and reserve grade right now in, at the Tigers and I'm um, not sure how, what, what's going to go on now. But um, yeah, man, that, that's pretty much how I've made my place into the rugby league scene. So yeah, it's been real sick of a ride and yeah, it's been real cool. Bro, honestly, it'd be really cool if we had a documentary of you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be gangster, man. <laughs> nah, I wish, man. I wish. But yeah, man, um, it, it's been such a great ride. And um, yeah, everything's happened for a reason. Um, and I always believe that everything else happens for a reason and um, the way they, they happen. So yeah, man, it's been great. Loved every bit of the journey and uh, still making my way through. So yeah, man. No, it's good, bro. It's good, man. And like... uh. I overheard you, you're talking about Cup, right? Like yeah. Eastern Reserve Grade, yeah, at the moment. Is that where you're at? Or Yeah, I um, was lucky enough to, um, so I had an injury-filled year last year, um, just full of injuries, played a few games for under-20s, and um, unfortunately, I, I couldn't stay there. Apparently, I had to move to West Tigers, and um, I started in the reserve, or Jersey Flag side, so I started pre-season with them, and slowly just... Um, didn't know anyone there, so it was easier for me to work hard. It was a new environment. Um, and, yeah, once I got there, my main goal was to just not being um, under-20s at the time. It was something that I just, like, for me, it, it was okay to be there, but it was just something I didn't want to really be in as a player. I really wanted to make my, my steps up. I really wanted to work hard to try and make it higher and um, slowly did, um, was um, working hard and was fortunate enough to get selected to, you know, play in the reserve sides and, have a um, first grade trial match, which was something I was so so proud about. I had my mum and dad there, my my cousins and uncles and aunties. They waited. Um, they waited. So there's 80 minutes in a footy game. They waited 70 minutes to watch me play the last 10 minutes. Got a lot of Islander families, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, man. The whole family there in the corner watching me warm up. Like, yeah, but nah, man. It was heaps sick. It was funny, but um, yeah, it was, it was an unforgettable experience just playing those ten minutes. And um, yeah, having my family there, especially, is something that just made me so much happier. Um, having them there is something that I'm not used to, and seeing them there gave me the nerves. And yeah, it was so good. Yeah, no, nah, bro, it's good, man. It's good. I I love how you know you you shared a bit about that. Um, but you know, knowing that you're talking about like the cup, you know, Canterbury Cup, like we've just got like intel that. Um, the comms, comms cancelled. Um, yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling about that, bro? Yeah. Um, a bit down about it. Um, you, you would be. Um, especially in yeah, this is pretty much my first preseason that I've I've completed without any injuries. Um, oh come on, bro. Ever since Harry Matthews. So, yeah, man, it was really something I was I was really looking towards. And um, but yeah, um, like I said, everything happens for a reason. And, um, it just could mean that I could be in a better place for next year and um, get ready and come back even better and stronger for next year. And um, yeah, man, uh, I am gutted about it, um, no doubt. But um, yeah, man, there's there's nothing you can do about um, about the situation. So something that I'm not, I don't dwell on, and I just move on and you know carry on with the next thing that's happening in life, which is you know just finding stable work and helping mum and dad around home. Yeah. Yeah, no, bro. That's actually pretty good, bro. And yeah, top to you, bro. Like you're, you're still. I can see on Instagram that you're still, you know, training or hopefully training. <laughs> yeah, training. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. Training, 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 <laughs> training, training. 
Just all trying to stay active while we can in this ISO period, and um, you know it's always important to stay active and not eat too much. And yeah, on that season. Gotta watch all your calories, bro. Yeah, man, gotta watch them. It's hard living in this house, man. Nah, oh, it's actually you... it's actually easy. My family is majority uh, more vegetarian, and so yeah, it's sort of easy. I only eat takeaway anyway, so. <laughs> It's bad. I gotta get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Oh shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, true, bro. True, true. So, <clears throat> yeah, man. I was doing a bit of research on you, and uh, you know, I just pretty much done the simple type in your name on Google, and bro, the actually, actually, the first thing that popped up was um, there was a, actually a, a a newspaper article on you, bro, and um, I think it was around, you know. 2017 at the time where they posted it but i think it was talking about your 2016 um season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so fingers crossed if I, like am i correct yeah is that yeah, 20, yeah 2016 season yeah so um i don't know to me uh i would say 2016 is probably one of the top years for you as a footy player yeah um, you know you, you like in, in the newsletter it actually mentioned that you scored the winning try um for for new south wales um, yeah is that is that all factual, bro? Or yeah. You, okay, yeah. I was gonna double check, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna double check from the like from the from the source, bro. I'm gonna ask him, you know, say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah. So we'll played in the New South Wales under 16s um, team for the State of Origin, Curtin Razor, and um, yeah. bro. The question I want to ask you, man. What was so good about it? You know, what was so good about that year? Oh, that year, man. It was, it was almost everything. Um, we had one of the best uh, young sides uh, for Harry Matthews. Uh, we took it out. Um, we took out our state champs. We took out our, our um, national champs in, in New South Wales as well. And uh, to top off that year, was able to be um, selected for um, New South Wales last last minute. So was able to um, be amongst the mix. And it was one of my prime years um, still to date. You know, haven't had anything going on um, well for me at the moment. But, you know, that was, that was one of the best... Um, moments that that 2016 year you had a couple of the boys um that are now even playing first grade at the moment like um dylan brown stefano and all of them you know we um even even boys covering up in other other teams that we had um in that team like matthew joe and everyone you know we had a couple of boys that just um we just had a great side and from there everyone's just you know gone their own path still playing and still smashing it out and um for me man that was one of my best years that i've ever had to date and uh, my best ever experience in footy. So yeah, man, uh, that 2016 uh, moment um, was the best. Um, but also, um, yeah, it was all because um, my grandma was in hospital at the time. So it was something that really uh, pushed me um, to my limits and something that I wanted to make her proud because, um, yeah, I was showing her my games after after each um, game. I'd go and show her my game. And even though she didn't understand much, she was pretty old and um, she just liked smiling and, my favorite team was Bulldogs. So um, when I gave her Parramatta gear and she she took it, um, everyone's like, "What the hell?" Because she her favorite team since young was the Bulldogs, and it was just so good to see her put it on and uh, make her smile in, in the moment that, that she was in and the state that she was in. It was, it was something that really made me proud. So, yeah, man. Yeah, bro. No, it's really good, man. Uh, it's really good that you you know like that your grandma, um, knowing that she's in hospital, like really you know. Like you use that as a motivation, and 
I think a lot of us uh, uh, PIs do that. Um, you know, we like whenever anything is going on in the family, uh, we we usually use that as a as a stepping stone, bro. So, no nah, man, that's pretty good, bro. And um, you know, I in in my life, I've I've gone through something similar to like you. You know, played Haramats, um, played SG. Uh, me at the moment, I'm currently playing in the Sydney Shield comp, but. Um, looking at it now, man, like there's always like some sort of drop that happens. Um, and and like, any career, it might be an injury, it might be like a setback, uh, it might be I don't know something's happened that has gone out of control, and like we don't have control of that. So my question to you, man, was like, was there a, actually a setback that happened for you? And if there was, could you kind of share that? Ah, uh, yeah, there, there was um, two massive setbacks that sent me back, just like mentally and physically so at the end of that 2016 uh, season um, my grandma ended up um, passing and um, with that it, it just shattered me wholly like I didn't turn up to training um, it was something that just you know was really close to my heart and something that um, I just couldn't you know be, be to um, believe that she was actually gone and um, from there um, I, I ended up uh, snapping my ankle in, in a school game a couple weeks later um, yeah, ended up slapping my ankle and I just felt like, you know, everything was gone to, you know, just trash, everything just out the window, all that hard work, all that, that one year of, you know, being so happy and proud about everything. And I guess at the end of the day, it happened and it humbled me. Um, it brought me back down and, um, you know, it just um, made me realise the opportunity I have and um, how much I really wanted it. Um, three years later still striving for it so mm. yeah man that was the biggest setback for me was just breaking my ankle um so when i was 15 i broke my ankle as well so coming back in that 16 year it was making me made me so happy and nick and then fracturing it again it just really brought me back down and um yeah i was just thinking you know is it really something i wanted you know those 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 thoughts that come through your head where you know is it really worth it do you really want to you know go through this over and over again you know when you're doing those, you know, those Malcolms and you're just like, is it really worth it, man? Is it really worth it? Yeah, but legit, yeah, bro. Especially those 1.2K rides. Oh, man. bro, don't even talk about that 1.2, bro. <laughs> no, four minutes, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, man. It's moments like that where you really question it and um, I guess it's just staying strong mentally and um, then again, faithfully as well, you know, it's really massive and it just keeps me grounded and keeps me happy and... Um, with that it's just um, made me who I am and um, continuously just striving to be better each and every day and uh, putting smiles on people's faces so yeah man it's been great no it's good bro thanks for sharing man and so you know knowing that you like you were like you know the like in 2016 was like your best year and then coming into 2017 it was like oh snap like what's going on it went to a like for me and then bang yeah Bro, so from all that that happened, um, like from 2017, you know, getting injured and then you know not not being able to play, um, bro, tell me, man, tell me, uh, what's what's one thing that you've learned? What's one thing that you've learned about yourself as a person through uh, your setbacks? Just the the comeback, to be honest, the the you know the um, resilience in in you know staying really. So staying really strong uh, mentally and just uh, understanding, you know, at the end of the day, it's something I've already put my foot in. Um, I can't take my foot out. And um, it's something that I, I had to just keep continuing and um, just, you know, understand the lifestyle that you could live 
if you choose this and the lifestyle you could live if you chose that. So, yeah, for me, it's always um, for me just thinking ahead and uh, making choices before um, uh, anything actually happens. So at the end of the day, for me, um, I always thought about the good in every bad situation that, that's occurred for me. So, yeah, with breaking my ankle, I was pretty down about it, but then um, I always thought about the goods in it and um, how I'll come back stronger with a stronger ankle and um, think about uh, my future and, and things that it will lead to if I, I do stick with this strength. So, yeah, man, um, it was all with the comeback and, and just staying strong-minded about everything that I did with it. Yeah, bro, no, like, that's really good, man, and... Um, thanks for sharing bro like thanks for sharing that because I, I truly believe that there's one person out there playing footy that has potentially just got injured um, like obviously before the comp finished <laughs> um, that that are probably thinking right now like you know like what like what like what what can I do now knowing that I'm injured and I, I guess that you know just what you've just mentioned now giving them some tips would um, benefit them so yeah man no, thanks for sharing that um the, this is um the last thing that we're going to talk about then i've got something special to share at the end and um, we're actually going to talk about um cultural clashes now Yo. this is something that like bro we can talk this for ages man i can make yeah. a series out of this right but <laughs> what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna try and keep it as brief as possible yeah um but yeah man i feel like you know like you're you're starting to be a a, a youth worker and yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned that you want to make an impact. What exactly did you actually want to do uh, in terms of being a youth worker? Yeah, for, for me, it was um, more so working in schools with these young um, PI kids. You know, they, they, they're not exposed to, you know, a lot of things into this world and, and unfortunately exposed to the majority of the bad things of this world. And um, with that, um, I just wanted to, you know, um, help expose them to, opportunity and understanding that there's more to life than you know gang lifestyle um even sports lifestyle there's there's more to to islanders than just sports and and stuff like that it, it, there's more there's more to education that we could uh focus in and other things um around that area so like for me um i i took a step into acting um i had a little um step into it to see how it is man that there's so much that you know that we're, we're not unaware of um I, I took a step into acting and I, I did an episode where um, for a TV show, which is, um, uh, it's called The Inbetweener, um, number two. Um, it's an American series. Just sitting in this episode, um, I earned around 1500 just for sitting in that in that one seat and doing what they wanted me to do. And it, it's something that, you know, you don't really have to work hard towards. Um, it's something that you can just go um, turn up. You get paid for this um you may get paid in a month, but you end up getting a thousand five hundred, and it's something that um, you know you need, you need to understand your opportunities and choices uh, with with that. So, being being a PI as well, we're, we're always look um, you know majority of us are looked down upon just because um, apparently we're just athletes or, or just footy players or um, you know um, so called everything. And um, for us, we, for me personally, is something I just want to change that stereotype of us. You know, we're not um, just um, footy players and um, that that really low term of us just being fobs um, in, in this in this place. Um, for me, it's more so focusing on helping kids understand the, the importance of education and, and where it could lead them in their future from um, choosing a lifestyle of being in a game and um, 
and choosing the lifestyle of, you know, focusing on education and it's um, stuff like that, you know. Um, I know people don't have the choice to not choose to, to live in, in gang lifestyles. I mean, if, if that's the way you got to go, um, prompts to, to those people that actually go through that stuff. And, you know, it's the only way to provide for your family at the end of the day. But um, with, with that, if, if you have a choice to choose between the two, um, you know, my, my best um, guess and option for you is to, you know, choose the right thing, choose educated path. You know, your parents didn't come from where we come from just to, you know, see you get hurt on the streets or see you, you know, go and hurt somebody else. If, if um, you know, if it's not the life that you're brought up in and brought up for, um, best thing is, you know, and you're going to get a lot of backlash for this um, as well. So mm-hmm. you, you need to understand that, you know, um, at the end of the day, your, your, your family is the main goal and the main priority in your life to, to look after. And um, if, if that's the way you got to go, um, by all means, but um, if it's not, you know, there's always opportunities in education and um, other lifestyle things that you can uh, exceed and excel in that, you know, there's always better opportunities and easier places to go. Um, yeah, like with the acting stuff, you know, there's so many islanders that, you know, you just record each other mucking around at home. Mm. I mean, you can get paid for that stuff. It, it, it's stuff that's so crazy that, you know, we're just not exposed to, we're not aware of and, you um, I guess that's where we lack information in um, understanding that there's easier stuff that we can, instead of just always working in construction like majority of us do, um, there's always better lifestyles. You know, we don't always have to wear orange high-vis. We don't don't always have to wear high-vis. We can wear suits if we wanted to. We can do much better things if we just put our minds towards it. And, you know, um, yeah, just slowly um, with that, especially um, with this one's for the footy people, um, you know, um, all, all, all the footy players, you know, if you end up signing a contract, you, you get your uh, TA, so it's like a territory education allowance. Um, with that, they, they pay for your school fees, and it's something that um, I really recommend everyone to abuse the hell out of. Um, every time I've gotten it, I've abused the hell out of it. I've, I've gotten my, my school laptop from it. I've gotten um, education um, courses paid for, so... Um, through footy, they've paid my personal trainer's course uh, for my cert two, uh, three and four. Uh, they paid for my teacher's aid certificate, so I can work in schools as a teacher aid, and they're currently working um, to pay off my youth worker one. So, yeah, so, man, um, massively for the all the young youths, young PIs out there. If you, um, I never understood at the young age of when I was 16, but, um, yeah, if you do get that in your contract, 100%, please abuse the hell out of it. You know, it's free, free education that you end up paying thousands for, you get for free. So, yeah, man, that's something massively that I just want to put out there for them. Yeah, bro, no, it's, it's really good that you're sharing that because, like, I personally see, because, like, I'm a, I'm a well-being officer at a primary school, so, like, I'm starting to see the, the side effects of, you know, the certain gangs and you know, things like 1-4 and, you know, Tony One District and all that stuff, and I'm not I'm not putting them to shame, I'm just, you know, speaking truth out of what I'm seeing from, from being a, well, let's say, a well-being officer at a school. I'm starting to see that there's so much, uh, you know, so much exposure from the kids Mm. Um, you know, these these are young kids that are watching, like you know, videos of you know yeah. guys wanting to stab each other, shoot each other, and you know, at the end of the day, like you know, it's on their parents. Like their parents should be you know watch you know watching on them yeah. and um, parenting them. But I'm not going to comment on that because I'm not a parent myself. But what I am going to mention is like 
You're right, bro. Like, there's there's so much clashes as as a poly, and also being you know want to be tough and you know want to try and be the the biggest dog in in, in the in the town. But when really it's like we we have an opportunity, and it's cool, bro. It's cool that you're doing what you're doing, man. It's cool that you're wanting to be a uh, a youth worker, so then you can actually impact kids, um, especially you know just the the polys too. Yeah. Uh, because we're we're coming into a season, man. If like we don't, if we don't stop, uh, or if we don't look at ways to prevent these kids from, you know, getting into the gangs and trying yeah. to be ruthless, then, bro, it's gonna be too late, bro. There's gonna be more, more than, like, there's gonna be like more gangs happening. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, man, no, it's really good, bro. It's really good that you shared about that. And, um, my question to you, man, is like, what's uh. What's the encouragement that, that you would like to share for all those out there? So for all those kids out there that are listening to One Four, listening to like I'm not gonna lie, man. Like I love these like these drillers. Like these drillers yeah. are pretty cool. Like yeah. actually, I love the beat, bro. Um I love what they you know, what they're doing. But it's just like I think it's more about how how yeah. they're doing their stuff. Um, yeah. I do see there's another way, but you know, my my comment may be or my opinions may be like irrelevant to them. Yeah. But, but my question to you, man, is like, what's what's some encouragement for for all those out there that are listening, um, you know, to the to all this stuff, or you know, going into construction? Like, what's what's something like what's an encouragement that that you could possibly share to them right now? Yeah, um, for me, it's it's just more so, you know, think think about your um your family. I mean, um, yeah, there's no hate against any of them. Uh, at the end of the day, they're doing what they got to do to provide for their family, and, and if it works for them that way, it works for them that way. Um, it's not always going to work for everyone. At the end of the day, you gotta you gotta weigh up your options and um, you gotta understand if it's not gonna help your family. Um, I don't see um, you know you don't see the point in doing what you're doing. So um, with that, man, if if you want to be a jeller and you're good at it, be a jeller. Like if, if we we Polynesians, we're, we're talented in so many ways, from music to uh, dancing to football to um, education and sports. You know that it varies in so many ways and. Um, we just need to excel more and um, become more exposed to understanding that, you know, instead of working against each other as well as the majority of the islanders do, um, work together, uplift everyone, help everyone get up together, you know. Um, we're only as good as we all are. So, you know, um, one person puts our, name, uh, our names down as islanders to shame. We all get put down to shame and only takes one of us to bring all of us up. So um, with that, man, um, all I can say is, you know, just always think ahead. Um, one thing I, I always live by is I, I think two steps ahead of my decisions that I make. Mm. And I always think, is this going to be uh, not only good for me, is this going to be good for my family? Um, is this going to help my family? Is this going to help me in the future? Um, is this something really stable to have for till I'm 60, till I'm 70? Um, and hence why I'm doing youth work. I could do this to an old age. I could do personal training till an old age. I could also do teachers' aid to till an old age, and um, it's it's something that I, I, I like to back myself in um, more so, um, and um, just have that um, stable income coming um, regardless if I get older or if injury does end up happening. As as um, football is always a plan B for me, um, and and plan A is always my education side of it. So, um, and and with everything um, with, with these kids and. Um, stuff uh, listening to this stuff and wanting to be like them uh, my biggest advice is you know there's, there's no problem in listening to them there's no problem in that it's just the, the choices you make um, they make an impact on not only who you will be or where you will end up um, also 
they they make an impact on um, your family as well and um, how how your family end up seeing you and um, stuff like that. So. Yeah, man, I, I, I truly believe that, that what, you, like what you're doing right now, like you're setting yourself a platform right yeah. now. And I feel like there, there's a lot of people out there that are struggling, you know, to, you know, set aside a platform. Um, I've got mates who, who are regretting, you know, listening in class um, at school um, and like really thinking about not like not thinking about going to uni, but also like more so like being more serious. Like they should have been yeah. more serious um, in school because now they're like living in a regretful state uh, at their job. Like I I hear so many, bro, countless people just tell me how much they hate their job. And I'm like, you know what? Find a new job then, (laughs) you know? Or actually look at things that you actually enjoy. And that's something that I I do and I can see that in you, bro. Um, Yeah, yeah, which is something that I'm really, really, really like, it's, it's so good to see, you know, more Pacific Islanders, like not just people, but Pacific Islanders in general, yeah. uh, you know, stepping into other avenues, especially youth work. I think yeah. one of the things that a lot of Islanders don't see is that they will be the best at youth work. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like it will be a breeze for them, bro. It's like you already look yeah. after kids when you're growing up, so it's just gonna be. Them when you're six, man. Nah, so. legit, man. Like you, everything that you've done, like when, like when you were growing up, you're gonna get paid for it. <laughs> like that's pretty much the way I see it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's so true. Like, you know, Islanders just have that thing, you know, that the connection with majority of people and we're really understanding people that you just can understand what you're good at and um, something that you love um, and, and something that you do, you got to implement it into work and understand um, the love you have for it um, and why you want to do it at the end of the day. And that's massive for us. Islanders youth work is something that, you know, we could make a big change in and in saying that, you know, we have Islander kids that are one of the highest in percentages with, um, our rates um, at mm. the moment um, so it's, it's sad but you know we, we can make a massive difference and um, we're, we're not um, we're only limited to what people tell us we're limited to yeah. um, I think we, we just need to understand that we're, we're much more than what Aaron says we are as Pacific Islanders and um, we're much better than what they think we are as well um, at the end of the day um, we only push up each other they, they won't push us up at the end of the day um, others and um, we're just going to stay proud of that and keep working and pushing together yeah, bro, now that I, bro, spot on, bro. Spot yeah. on, the man. <laughs> nah, it's really good, bro. It's really good, bro. But yeah, man, like, we're going to start wrapping up now. Um, And one of the things that we, we want to talk about, uh, one thing, one of the things that we're wanting to bring into the Impact Podcast show is that we're all wanting to focus on, like, personal development. Like, we're always wanting to figure out ways that people can, you know, become better, that they can grow and be the best version of themselves. So um, knowing that you're like F45 trainer, um, you're working as a bartender too, which I fully applaud you, bro, you know, working two jobs, but also trying to pursue your career as a footy player and also studying as a, um, you know, potential youth worker. Like you've got all these aside, man. And so... Like my 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 question to you, man, is like, what's what's your view? Like, what's your view on personal development? Like, what's your view on actually wanting to be better than where you are now, growing, um, and you know, really investing a lot of time in yourself to be the best that you can be. Majority of um, all my decisions are based on my future family. So, um, you know, um, growing up in the way we did, we didn't have much. We we weren't um, we didn't have the best of education. Um, and, and we didn't have, um, you know, we had the best lunches of migraine noodles to school, you know, the, 
the norms and the ravens with the hose. Um, <laughs> we, we grew up with all of them and, you know, the uh, ravens with the hose that make your socks have holes as well. Oh, man. That was the main um, focus for me and it was something that um, I, I never wanted my kids to go through as, yeah. as much as, um, you know, putting them through something different might bring them up in a different way. But um, just, you know, uh, for me, it was always future goal for me just to um, give my kids something that they uh, that I didn't have. Um, and, and not that I'm not thankful for the way I was brought up, but more so um, work hard for them um, and and give them the things that, you know, I never did and, and see how much more they cherish the things that I, I never had in um Majority of that stuff is just to be stable and be able to, you know, travel with your your, your big islander family, not, mm. not having to, you know, go on, go off on that, you know, five year, wait for that five year mark, go on that one family trip, and then wait for another five years go again. For me, it's more so like, uh, you know, I want to go places with my family every month, every now and then. You know, um, is one thing that I, I I always remembered in primary school is when the teachers like, what did you do for your weekend? And um. I hear and they're like, oh, we just went to Fiji. We just, <laughs> <laughs> I, just I just stayed home. I stayed home in my room and, and freaking tried to study my timetables. And, yeah. and like, oh, we just went to the central coast and, <laughs> and just saying stuff like that, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, um, it's materialistic things, but it's something that, you know, uh, for me that I just, I just want to do it as, as a personal thing for me. Um, uh, for my family to to give them things that I wasn't able to have, and um, just for for my own personal development, I just you know want to work hard for me as a, as an as an individual and um, let people know that we're we're more than just a footy player. We're more than just a Pacific Islander. We study to teach. We study to become a youth worker. Um, we're personal trainers as well. We can do things bartending. You know, there's there's heaps of things that um, people say we can't do, but we can. Um, if we want to do it and it all comes down to the one at the end of the day. And for that, um, yeah, that's pretty much, um, my, my all on, um, personal development is, is pretty much the reason, um, it was my future and my future family and, and what I have to provide for them and, um, for my, my family in general. So, yeah, man. Yeah, no, bro. That's really good, man. I love how you saw Like, I love how you spoke about family, um, yeah. and, even thinking about the future, you're focusing on the future. You're like, no, nah, I'm doing this for my future family. And yeah. I love that, bro. I love that so much because I think that will encourage people out there who are thinking about like, oh, maybe I should do this. It's like, well, actually look at like, you know, what's going to happen when you do start a family yeah, yeah. or when you do, like when you do start a career on like yeah. the, the repercussions that they're going to feel, mm. you know what I mean? So, I yeah. oh, mean, it's really good, man. Yeah, in, in saying that as well, I see so many people that, you know, end up, accidentally or um they, they end up having you know a family at a young age and then you know i see footy players that could have been the best footy player um end up having having to to work in a in a factory job like not that a factory job is bad but like you know if it, it supports your family it's something that you got to change your dream and try and focus on you know you know providing for your family that you, you end up having to provide for so for me it's something that i want to excel in outside so i can still live my dream be happy and provide for my family as well at the same time. That yeah, it's something that um, I, I really urge everyone to think about is is, is your future. You know, you don't don't think in the moment. Um, think about mm. what your um, decisions will make, um, the impact it will make on your future, 
and um, the, the decisions that um, it'll make on having a family as well, if, if that's something you'd want or if um, something you'd end up doing. So, yeah, it's always um, thinking two steps ahead, like, like I said, and um, it's always uh, thinking in that mind, mind and state of, um, yeah, just thinking being better um, and wanting to be better and continuously being better each and every day. Yeah, man, very so good, man. I love, I love how he's like, you know, you spoke about that, and you actually place that within your your personal development, which is cool, man. So, uh, this is the last question that we're gonna, um, we're, that I'm gonna ask, and then we're gonna finish off. And so, bro, the last question um, that I want to ask for you is, um, you know, what's what's some encouragement that you can um, share, or some tips that 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 you truly believe will help those out there, um, you know, in the, either in footy or like you being a PT. Um, just in life, man, like what's something that, that you can share from your personal experience being William Finney? Um, <laughs> like, yeah, so then they can grow as a person. What's, what's something you can share to them? Um, yeah, for me, it was, it's more so, um, so uh, with, with, with um, Asian era. So for me, it's understanding, understanding your worth, your value and your place that you have on this earth. Um, if you understand how much worth you have, you understand that no one can ever put you down. If you understand your um, like the value of, of who you are and um, what you provide to everyone around you, you understand um, your your place on this earth, your purpose. Um, it all keeps you grounded and it keeps you understanding that you know you have a purpose to do certain things. Um, and and it's something that keeps me driving. So as an individual, for me, it's um, uh, understanding my worth, my value, and my purpose here. Um, with all of that, um, also with with that, um, just keep um, being better. So, you, as as you're saying, how, what what could I say? Um, it's always find a positive in every negative. You know, if something doesn't go your way, still be happy. Um, get over it. Um, if something goes wrong, be happy. Get over it. Um, it's it's something that I've always lived by. It's something that um, for me personally, that's made me the person I am. Um, if you like, for example, if you, if you forget something, there's no, there's no, um, there's no reason why you should um, be down about it because you forgot it. There's no, there's nothing that's gonna change it. It's done. It's done. Um, just move on. Be happy. Continue your happiness because um, at the end of the day, if you cry about something, you're only gonna cry about it for uh, a day. Or if something bad really happens, you're not gonna be crying about it in five months. So why waste your happiness in that really? down moment you know always believe to be happy and always want to be happy and it's something that's made me the happiest person of my life so i've always been happy and just always um been up about everything regardless of the situations that's why i always muck around and <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah but, i have yeah, some fun in this world man yeah you have to you have to but yeah man um that's just my bit of advice you know always just try to be happy and always see the positives in every single negative that comes your way yeah, no, it's good, bro. Man, I was trying to say thanks, bro. Thanks, thanks for. That's good, man. Pleasure. Like, it's well, an honor man. to have you, bro. It's, a, it's an honor man. to have you on. And, bro, I'm keen. I'm keen to get you back on, bro. Like, I'm keen to get yeah, you back on, bro. Just like everyone else that I've interviewed, um, the the past few weeks, bro. Like, man, you guys, like, bro, you guys, all you guys, every 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 special guest that I've put on here, are already making dramatic changes, and I truly yeah. believe that you guys are gonna go even further, um, yeah. which is which is cool, bro. But 
yeah man like that that, that like that is all that we have guys everyone that is watching and uh, tuning in um i just want to say thank you guys for tuning in especially for all those that actually tune for the whole thing because it is it is pretty long and we're looking at other ways that we can benefit those that um that their attention span is very short uh for those out there that have a like you know short attention span um you know we're looking at other ways that we can serve you so yeah, so that's all we got. I was going to say thank you for tuning into the Impact Podcast show. Um, yeah, look at... Yeah, no worries. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, guys, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram um, and Twitter, um, the Impact Podcast show. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, and, yeah, um, bro, how do, how do they get connected with you? Yeah, yeah, sweet. So, yeah, guys, we'll leave it in the, the links down below for those that are watching YouTube. And for those that are listening to this, just be sure to check us out on um, Instagram. That's our main platform. And, uh, yeah, we'll make sure that you guys can check out uh, William Finney. Yo. The man. <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. Thanks, bro. Thanks for chatting. Thank you guys for watching and listening. And we hope to see you guys in the next one.